Hi, welcome to the February edition of the Guide to the Night Sky by PAC. This month, the new moon occurs on the 14th of February and any days around this time until the 21st of February would be a good night to watch the sky as there will be no obstruction from the moon. The stars that we refer to are visible around 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. each night. So, let's explore the skies. Turn towards the north and look right above your head at zenith. You'll notice last month we had, the, we had the cluster Pleiades right above our heads and this month it has moved slightly towards the west. And at zenith, the cluster has been replaced by a reddish star. This is the star Aldebaran. In fact, if you face towards the north and look at the star, you'll see that along with a few more stars, it forms an A-shape, a slanted A-shape in the sky. Aldebaran is part of Taurus constellation, which is represented by the bull. So you can imagine a bull from this A-shape. The A-shape that forms along with the Aldebaran in the sky is actually the face of the bull. And if you extend these two edges of this A, you'll see two more bright stars towards the northeast forming the horns of the bull. So let's explore the night sky from the view of Aldebaran and the constellations around this star. Look at the north. Closer to the northwest, you'll realize that Cassiopeia this month has come closer to the horizon. We've told you that the second triangle in Cassiopeia, the stars 3, 4, 5, can lead you to spot the pole star. And if you look at the pole star, if you can spot the pole star right now, you'll see that the sky has rotated and Cassiopeia has more places with respect to this star called Polaris. Polaris remains fixed in the night sky and all the stars will rotate around this star. So, Cassiopeia has moved towards the northwest and rotated by a small angle and right above Cassiopeia, you'll find the V or new shape in the sky that's Perseus. This month, it's easy to spot Perseus as in the northwest, Perseus is right above Cassiopeia. But as we come to the north, we'll slowly move towards the west and you can realize that this month, the great square of Pegasus has almost set. Depending on the time, you might even not notice the two stars closer to the horizon of Pegasus as they have set already and the square is almost going to set around this time. In the west, you have the constellation of Pisces, but it's very hard to spot as there are not many bright stars in this region. So let's get, go back to the north and you'll see that Cassiopeia and Perseus are just one below the other. If you notice Perseus above Cassiopeia, you will see two bright stars in Perseus, the fainter of which we have discussed was Algol. Now, towards the east of Perseus, you'll see five bright stars shining forming a pentagon. The star towards the north in this pentagon is shining the brightest and this is the star Capella. Capella is 42.8 light years away from us and the light that you see shining bright from the star has actually traveled for 42 years. The pentagon that you've just spotted is the constellation Auriga and in India we call it Vijayasarathi or Krishna. We've told you in the previous videos that Perseus is called Partha in India and Partha or Krishna has have to be close to each other in the sky. If you move towards the east from Auriga, you'll find two more bright stars shining with a few more stars above them and what you're noticing here is the constellation Gemini. Among the two bright stars, the one towards the north 
is Castor and the one towards the east is Pollux. Castor and Pollux are the two twins or Gemini constellation. Whenever you see Gemini constellation, it is depicted by two humans or two figures. Those are these two brothers, Castor and Pollux. In fact, in a very clear night sky, you can notice the stars above Castor and Pollux forming stick figures in the sky, which is the constellation of Gemini. Now, let's move towards Aldebaran again. And towards the south of Aldebaran, you'll find the most magnificent constellation in the night sky. This is Orion. We've discussed this in the previous video, but let's get back to Orion because it's hard to skip Orion in any video. When you look at Orion, you can easily recognize it from the three stars that form the belt of Orion the Hunter. We call it Orion's belt. And the three stars are the identifier to this constellation. Once you've noticed the three stars in the straight line, you'll notice that four more stars form a trapezium around it with the two stars towards the north of the belt and two more stars towards the south. This trapezium is the torso of Orion and the star towards the east, the reddish star that you see in this trapezium is Betelgeuse. The star next to Betelgeuse closer to Aldebaran, shining a little dimmer than Betelgeuse, is the star Bellatrix and below Bellatrix towards the south is the brightly shining blue star Rigel. Another fainter star just close to Rigel below Betelgeuse towards the south completes the trapezium with Betelgeuse and Rigel forming the diagonal stars of the trapezium. Let me tell you that Betelgeuse is shining so brightly from 497 light years away from us. And we've discussed in the previous video that it is a red giant star that's going to explode any day now. And when I say any day, I mean a few million years. The star Rigel is shining from 862 light years away from us and it is a blue giant. So you've got two giants in Orion. Once you've spotted Betelgeuse and Rigel, we'll go back to the Orion's belt and you'll see three small stars almost perpendicular to this belt pointing towards the south. This is the sword of Orion and the star in the middle that you see is not actually a star, but it's actually the Orion Nebula. In fact, it is one of the brightest nebulas that you can see through the naked eyes. The Orion Nebula is a place where a lot of stars are taking birth right now. And what you see there is basically a gas cloud condensing each day forming gas giants, which will eventually lead up to stars. If you notice Orion, with the three stars forming his belt, Betelgeuse forms one of the shoulders and Bellatrix forms the other. Rigel and the star Seif, which is next to Rigel below the belt, are the two stars that form the leg or knees of Orion. We just told you about the sword. You'll notice that a few stars below Aldebaran and in between Aldebaran and Bellatrix form a curve in the sky, curved shape in the sky, which is identified as the bow that the Orion is carrying. A few more stars between Betelgeuse and Bellatrix form the head of Orion. You'll see that uh, just bit around the midpoint of Betelgeuse and Bellatrix, a little above there towards the north, three or four stars are faint and shining and they are the face of Orion. The stars Betelgeuse in Indian system is called Ardra and the star Rigel is called Vanaraja. You'll notice that behind this hunter in the night sky, just like most hunter do, there is a dog following him. That is the star that you see right now behind Orion. 
the star that you're seeing is Sirius and it is one of the closest star to us, shining brightly from 8.6 light years. Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky after Sun and Venus being the third brightest object in the night sky. It's not very hard to imagine the shape of the dog behind Orion. In fact, let me help you. Look at Sirius and you'll be facing towards the southeast right now. And if you do so, there is a star shining to the right of Sirius, which from the forward limbs of the dog, you'll see a bright star below Sirius, which forms the waist of the dog and the star below it forming the tail. There is another star to the right of the waist of the dog. And there you have it. The dog is visible in the night sky. Sirius is called Lubdaka in the Indian system and Canis Major, the great dog, is called Mahashwana. Once you've seen Sirius, you'll notice that towards the east of Sirius, just midway between Castor and Pollux and Sirius, you will find a star bright, shining brightly called Procyon. Look closely. Betelgeuse, Sirius and Procyon are forming an equilateral triangle in the night sky. If you remember from the November and December videos, we have discussed the summer triangle formed by the three stars Altair, Vega and Deneb. Similarly, winter triangle is formed by Betelgeuse, Sirius and Procyon and this asterism reaches zenith during the winter nights. Hence the name, the winter triangle. Once you've noticed Procyon, you'll see that there's a faint patch in the sky between Sirius and Procyon and this region is called Monoceros. Monoceros is imagined to be a unicorn in the night sky, but it's hard to imagine this because there's not many bright stars in this region. This is a way astronomers label every single patch of the night sky to identify the different stars in the sky. So, we've seen Procyon, we've seen Betelgeuse, we've seen Sirius. Let's move towards the south. And you'll notice Akarnar in the Eridanus constellation, the river in the night sky, has moved towards the western horizon this month. Right now, the southern sky is dominated by one bright star below Orion, shining from 309 light years. This is Canopus. In the Indian system, we call Canopus the star Agasthya. And in almost all cultures, this star is identified by a hermit or a sage or a great thinker. And in India, this is Agasthya. Canopus is part of the constellation of Karina and Karina, Vela and Puppis, these are the three constellations very hard to notice in the night sky, form a large ship in the night sky. The Greeks called it the Argonaut ship and now this ship has been, been broken into three constellations namely Puppis, Vela and Karina. Towards the southern skies you have a lot of constellations, but most of them are very faint, so it's hard to notice anything in this region. But this month, Canopus is dominating the southern skies. In fact, Canopus is the second brightest star in the night sky after Sirius. Now, once you've spotted Canopus, Sirius and Orion, just below Orion, just below Regal, you'll find a small group of faint stars twinkling. Did you notice it? That's Lepus. Lepus is a rabbit. In some cultures, we call this the rabbit accompanying Orion, while in other cultures, they identify Lepus as the rabbit that is being chased by Canis Major in the night sky. So, we have discussed the stars in the north, the stars in the east, 
and not many stars in the west this month. Pegasus has already set and between the western horizon and Aldebaran you'll find the constellation of Aries with three stars shining bright enough for you to notice them. Between the stars of Aries and Aldebaran you'll see the red planet Mars shining brightly this month. We have discussed all the bright stars visible this month and what we'll do now is look at the star Canopus and as, as I mentioned the stars trace out a path in the night sky. So let's begin. You'll start from Canopus in the southeast, slowly look towards Sirius, Procyon, Auriga, Capella and Cassiopeia and towards the northwestern horizon. Do you see a faint white patch in the night sky? This is the Milky Way galaxy. In fact, we are looking exactly opposite to the center of the galaxy and this is the outer edge of the Milky Way galaxy from our vantage point. So, you've noticed the Milky Way patch this month shining from the southeast to the northwest just between Canopus, Procyon, Capella and Cassiopeia and most of the stars visible this month have been covered. You'll notice that towards the eastern horizon a few bright stars are rising from a major constellation but we'll get to that next month. So, we hope you've enjoyed this guide to the night sky this month and be sure to follow PAC on various social media handles like Instagram, YouTube, Facebook and Spotify. If you're listening to this guide on Spotify, just look at the description of this podcast episode and you'll find a link to a YouTube video where we have put a video of the same guide which will guide you through the night sky for this month. We hope you enjoy the night sky for this month and we'll meet you in the month of March to explore more stars that rise from the east and the stars that we see now to be setting in the west. See you next month. Clear skies.